First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday When we were side by side, beast mode, no one's blocking our way <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills Of Braden and Davey, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. You found us on the Up Next podcast feed. Uh, hello. We're live right now. We are live on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Which, for now. Which, yes, maybe the last time we say these call letters out as uh, we have changes coming to the podcast the BDE will stay the same. You can never, you can take the man away. You can change the name of a podcast, but you can never take, take away the, the boy B- out of the tracksuit, but you can't take the tracksuit out of the boy. I was going to say, you can never take away the BDE. True. You can't. So uh, we'll always continue. Uh, we're just uh, having a little bit of a brand change because uh, in the same way, at the same time, also kind of not because uh, we're going to go forward with our whole new series of podcasts and we're going under Poison Rana as our main banner of, sh- of stuff and shows. So this show, BD Elite, will cease to exist after this episode here tonight. Yes, but that doesn't mean we're not going to be talking about AEW. No, We are going to still all. be covering it every week in a new show that we're going to be putting out on Sundays. Sunday afternoon, it's going to be a live thing. We're going to discuss uh, a lot of AEW, a lot of the news going on in the week, stuff going on in the world, just like a, a whole conversation of wrestling that week rather than a focused AEW review. Yeah, so uh, we'll still be doing all the regular shows. Up next is a show where we talk about NXT, and boy, we've been through the thick and thin when it comes to NXT and 2.0 and wherever it is now. That show will not disappear whatsoever. Uh, however, starting December 10th, after NXT deadline goes off the air, Up Next will not be going live on the Up Next YouTube or Twitch, but we will be coming at you from the post-wrestling feed. That's right. We're invading post-wrestling, whether they like it or not. Well, I think just like uh, it's coming home for England, I think we're, we're going <laughs> yeah, home. That's right. We're going home. Yeah. So, Move uh, into the post feed. And then following that, up next every Tuesday night, we'll be live on the post-wrestling YouTube, but then the podcast form will be on the post-wrestling podcast feed that you follow if you follow John and Way. If you don't, I mean, I don't know what you're doing listening to us if you don't. We assume you do. Yeah, but so go not, follow. follow them as well. Yeah, we're, we're under the post-wrestling umbrella. John and Way are the godfathers of this shit, and we're, uh, we're going to be putting up next on that feed. But that doesn't mean you should... Wow, it sounds like... War games. War like games. Rules, and the rules, rules. there's going to yeah. be a timekeeper's box. Survivor. No, <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't, mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean you should get rid of this feed, because this feed is going to just turn into Poison Rana yeah. with all new content. So absolutely continue to follow this one. Yeah, uh, if you're already following this feed, you'll have to do nothing. It's just going to be changing uh, names over. But uh, come after this show, I'm going to be changing some some. Inst- we have an Instagram. I'm going to create an Instagram. It has zero followers. So go follow at PoisonRanaPod on Instagram. Hell, I even created a TikTok today. I'm getting way too ahead of myself. But go follow that at PoisonRanaPod. And hell, I might even change 
the Twitter to the same thing. So look for that. It's going to be super easy. You can find all the new things at poisonrana.ca. And yeah. that's going to have all our handles uh, for everything. So go follow, follow, follow. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and we can't wait for you guys to hear some of the new stuff. Follow the socials in the coming time because we're going to be uh, doing some fun shows, including the, uh, the, the Deadline Takeover show. That's mm. going to be a lot of fun t- talking all about that. But we'll be covering all sorts of different stuff. So follow the shows uh, and the, the socials for all that stuff. We need, we have zero followers on Instagram. I know you people use Instagram, so go follow. Yeah, we, we, we had one going at one point, and it... They said we, we broke the like They the didn't trust. say shit. They just deleted it. You're like, you breached our, our... I don't know. We didn't do it's, anything. Yeah, it was very, very odd. Like, uh, if Tommy Lee can post a dick pic and get away with it, why can't... We just not. We don't. Even I mean, need, we, we don't know what we get up to like, <laughs> after a few. We never. We didn't do anything, and Instagram just decided you can't have an account. So we do have a new one now. So go follow uh, Poison Ronapod on Instagram. Go help us out. Uh, and uh, there's no posts yet, but there will be. Oh boy, there will be. But yeah, we're excited uh, all about this new changes and stuff. So we still will talk about AEW because man, we love this stuff, uh, and we're definitely gonna be talking about it week by week. Hell, we may even talk about Rampage from time to time. Don't don't get ahead of ourselves again, but yeah, we, it could happen. Yeah, it's it's Jeff Jarrett's wrestling on Rampage, isn't he? <laughs> Is so he? We kind of we kind of have to. Yeah, we well, we've to, seen him live. We already. owe it to him. Yeah, yeah, true. I do want to watch Jeff yeah. Jarrett. Yeah, of course. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of uh, new and exciting things uh, with us. So follow the frog, ribbit, ribbit, and uh, hopefully you enjoy some of the stuff. If you've been uh, you know listening to us for a while now. Definitely uh, keep listening, supporting. We're going to have some some even better content coming out. So, yeah, super excited. Uh, but, hey, if you want more content, Patreon.com slash Up Next is going to be turning into Patreon.com slash Poison Rana. So go follow that as well because uh, we're going to have some crazy shows coming out for Dece- December. We're going to celebrate the holidays. I've decided we're going to be doing a top five holiday moments in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, Sino helped me come up with this idea, so uh, that'll be something we Ooh. do. Uh, we might look at some retro wrestling. We were trying to think. We've already done December to December. That's in the catalog there. But um, then, then we got awesome news, and we can't. We'll we'll give a teaser first. We did a movie review last year, about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think it's time to do the sequel. And well, we couldn't do it alone, but more to come on that. Maybe next week we'll drop the big bombshell on that one. But yeah, we're excited. The, the, the animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the ink has just dried to the paper of the contract for this podcast coming out on Patreon. And oh boy, it's a it's a big one. So that is coming out this December. Five bucks for uh, the t- the tier, the middle tier. Uh, if you will, the friend tier to uh, get access to almost 500 podcasts that we've done. So that's how we do to uh, keep the lights on here. And hey, you want to you wanna help us with the new name change and you never – you thought, I, I love these guys, but I never tried out their Patreon. Now, hey, give it a shot. It's the time to do Now's it. Now's the time. Yeah. Strike. Strike hard. Strike mm-hmm. fast. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Dynamite tonight that's uh, happening. I will say um, I know that there's – uh, some uh, indie wrestling I do want to mention because uh, we know we're we're boys with Demand Lucha here mm-hmm. in Toronto. Uh, they have another show coming up uh, on December 15th, Thursday in Toronto, that I got a shout out because our boy Gringo Loco is back in action going one-on-one against Delirious. Uh, I did not know Delirious Ex- was... Yeah, like uh, like ROH. Honor. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's wild, which will probably be a crazy match. Uh, also... 
I could be reading this wrong, but super crazy is wrestling in Toronto. Okay. Like super crazy from ECW. Uh, yeah, that's going to be uh, wild as well. But uh, we've, been, we've been having What's fun at this. What's the hospital men doing? <laughs> uh, they're facing Hot Stepper and Junior Benito. I'm not – oh, we have seen those guys actually before too, but some indie talent here in Toronto. But yeah, Demand Lucha is pretty fun. Go check it out. Uh, and you know what? If you're in the Toronto area and you want to check it out, I'll give you free tickets. So holla at me. DM me if you are in the Toronto area and you will want to attend the show. I might be able to hook you up with uh, some tickets. So nice. first come, first serve there. You heard it here first, folks. Shout out to Man Lucha. Um, so yeah, what else, is, uh, what else is going on? I don't know. Did we get rid of all the housekeeping and all that I think stuff? So. Uh, yeah, what else happened? I don't know, man. Whew. I don't know. Uh, we talked about war games. About war we got games. winter is coming in a little while. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess that's about it. Uh, we recorded a was next today talking about Sami Zayn versus Adrian Neville. That oh was yeah, that was a great sweet, show. Yeah, to talk about. that was great. Uh, World Champ patrons, there was a show in there for you guys where we we cussed out our extremely bad luck in the past week. Oh yeah, that was uh, a lot of Behind fun. Behind the BD, that was like Dear Diary of just gr- what grinds Is that our out gears. Now? Yeah, I put it out. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World Champs getting that one. So you want the real Behind the BD of us being having a great week. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Uh, well, then let's get into some dynamite here. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite from Wednesday, November 30th. Uh, and sorry, this is Indianapolis. Indianapolis, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Moxley starts the show by coming out uh, almost like. I think it's about 70 miles away from Cincinnati. Is that what he said in his promo? <laughs> yeah, because that's what he says in his promo that he you know, wasn't too far away from here. Uh, loved his crossface shirt, like the North Face, but crossface. Mm. Uh, good, good stuff. Uh, he mentions that you know, just because William Regal screwed him out of that that title match doesn't mean that he's still not the best uh, wrestler, the best worker, and says no one back there is as good as me. When he's interrupted by Hangman Adam Page, who comes down to the ring and gets face to face, nose to nose with Moxley, picking up from where they left off. Uh, when Mox was still the champion. And uh, Mox says, you you sure you want to do this again after the last time? Or maybe you don't remember the last time. This fires up Hangman who attacks him and they start fighting and brawling and they fight in the ring and ringside and there's security. There's all sorts of jobber cops. And uh, Mox trips at one point. I hope he was yeah, okay. Yeah, he like fell off the stage. Yeah, but got right back up and kept fighting. And yeah, and then this would happen out kind of continue throughout the show a little bit here, but really hot opener and kind of left field. I, I love this. Um, I hadn't seen any talk of Hangman coming back. Uh, so great to see him rightfully pissed off after what happened in the last match and getting the first shot in this time. I I thought it was a really believable pull apart. It didn't feel as contrived as some of them sometimes are. Yeah. Uh, it felt it felt believable. And I, I think this is great for two... This is two baby faces and you're going to pick whose side you're on. You know, both people come off seeming like dicks at each other, you know. Um, I Yeah, I I really like this. And I'm like, oh, absolutely go back to this match. If he's ready, like absolutely. And I think winter is coming. I think that's the the time to do that match, to stack that card. uh, I mean, these are two big stars. AEW doesn't usually like to put two big, big stars in non-big title matches because they have this weird thing of guys losing but it, it, they should get over that and just have big stars have big feuds and these guys just and, beating the hell out of each other hell yeah and I think you do the the reverse this time 
I yeah. think Mox needs this goddamn holiday. <laughs> he needs to he go needs on this vacation, fishing man. vacation. Holy. So I think you have Hangman beat him in the similar manner. Obviously, the last time Hangman being like knocked out and stuff, it was legit. Yeah. But play off that. I think you have a nice competitive match and Hangman basically does the same. Yeah. Could do the buckshot and he just doesn't move and he can go on holiday. Yeah. Uh, I, I I was super into... I, I love both these guys. They're big acts here and just seeing guys fight and getting hyped up is a great way to sell this and go right away back with the storyline of when Hangman got hurt. So instantly had my attention. It was a super hot way. They don't always open like this with talking and, and stuff and, and then brawling, but it's good when they do it right. And I know people will clown on Mox tripping over, but it also added to I the element. It made it feel yeah. more real. That's what happens yeah. in fights. People, yeah. it's not pretty. People fall over and try and, you know, they're, they're fun to watch on YouTube. But, All uh, I do is watch yeah. street fights. We didn't we put on some last. We night? talked on it. Yeah, we. I love watching public fights. Yeah. Send me all the best public justice fights. It's great, and it, I, I love this segment, and it was fantastic. And I hope that match is for Winter is coming. It sounded like they were going to announce some things going forward, so we could see that happen. We then go to our opening match, which is the American Dragon Brian Danielson going on against Dax Harwood from FTR. Uh, FTR Bolt. As some FTR people. Bolt, yeah. Uh, but when they announced this match last week, I was super excited because, man, Dax has been one of my favorites just this year. has just been He's an incredible. Had a a yeah, just fantastic. He is so awesome and one of the best workers they have. And now going up against the best wrestler alive. Yeah, this had my attention and did not disappoint. It started off with both guys just grinding each other. There's scuffling and fighting and kicks and so many chops. Both their chests were lit up pretty much right away instantly. Uh, Danielson with a tope. Then there's a picture-in-picture chop battle. Dax eventually hits the pile driver on Danielson, which looked nasty for a near fall. Goes for the diving headbutt, but then gets put in different pinning combinations back and forth. Uh, The commentary start talking about Gabagool. (laughs) <laughs> uh, for some reason, which it's always a good reason to talk about Gabagool. Uh, there's then a crossbody off the top. There's then uh, like clubbing each other's chests. And then there's like exchanges of like rainmakers and lariats where both are like getting up and hulking They're like up. Gas. And, They're like yeah. almost both knocked out. Classic New Japan spot. Fire like up. There, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's then the slingshot bomb that's countered, but then eventually hits it. There's like a Rana counter from looked great. Uh, the Busaiko knee is attempted, but then gets countered into the slingshot bomb that finally connects. And then a sharpshooter from Dax. Shout out Bret Hart. We got uh, we got Bret's kid versus Sean's kid here it's in true. the match, really. Uh, there's then a, a counter eventually into a roll-up, and then Danielson puts him into the LaBelle lock and is, like, blinding him while he has him. So he Dax cannot see where the ropes are and eventually has nowhere to go and taps out in a pretty sweet uh, opening match here on Dynamite. But Danielson beating Dax with the submission. Yeah, and they did the kind of sign of respect thing at the end. Dax fakes out. This guy, ah, this guy. Dax was like, uh, Danielson goes to handshake and Dax says no and goes to walk out and then goes, yeah, I'm joking. And then hugs him and uh, good sportsmanship here. Yes. Yeah, this was, this was great. What an opener. Um, Dax Harwood's had a hell of a year. Brian Danielson, I think, uh, like we've said, we want to see him in bigger stories and being one of the, the main main guys but um you also just want to see him wrestle and have as many matches against as many different people as possible yeah um and him versus dax harwood yeah absolutely you don't need a build for that i don't think yeah and you can do this sign respect after 
Um, Run it back. Yeah, I, sure. I thought this was really good. And you're right, it was more of a like New Japan style. You had them just clubbing each other, getting worn out, the whole cup spot. Um, really good stuff. Yeah, love this match. Uh, Danielson, I imagine, is going forward. It could possibly be the the, the big pay-per-view contender for MJF. MJF calls him out later, yeah. so I think that would be a big pay-per-view match for yeah. sure. We then go, I mean, and then kind of going back to FTR, Dax with FTR. I mean, they're wrestling on January 4th in the Wrestle Kingdom for New Japan. I see them kind of being uh, doing more of that stuff as well. But mm-hmm. like eventually you got to make them just have this crazy huge super all the title reign. Like they need the AEW titles eventually. They've got to. Yeah. They've got to before they're dropping any of the others. Yeah. We then go to uh, more of Mox and Hangman fighting. Now they're like in the parking lot and the parking garage and all sorts and they're getting pulled apart but just killing each other. It's almost like Mox wanted Hangman to make him bleed, like <laughs> as always. Oh like, yeah, hit me until I bleed, essentially. But uh, just fighting around the fighting around the world today, these two, <laughs> uh, which uh, I love. We get a sit down interview with Renee, who mentions that there's been a promise of no physicality here, and it's Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, the only members of the Blackpool. I, can't, I like how they've got to specify that. It's like it's the Wild West there. Yeah, like it's if you're a wrestler. Or if even if you work in a pro wrestling company, it's unless you sign something or verbally say no physicality, yeah. we can all fucking beat each other up, beat each other with the cars, trap each other in the the great things. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, no there's physicality. It's like a verbal truce. It's like yeah. right. No fighting. I guess like when there's like, you know, this It makes sense, I think. This very sweet lady here who's like, yo, can we pro- like I'm a mom, please don't fight around me. I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, that should be you know, yeah, you know, treated that <laughs> that way. It's true. Claudio is a really nice hat there as well. Yes, so. lots of really nice hats. So Claudio and Wheeler are the only ones left of Blackpool Combat Club, if that is even still a thing. And that's exactly what JAS, who's Garcia Hager, and uh, the two the two Menard moons, and Daddy Magic and and Jeff Cool Hand Luke Cool Hand Ange <laughs> Cool Hand Ange, yes. Uh, so these guys uh, are like talking shit to Claudio and uh, basically if Claudio is facing Jericho at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view yep. and if Claudio loses, he has to join the Jericho Appreciation Society and the the two guys go off in the back like, yeah, you know, you, you're a sports entertainer at heart. You know, we know you love yodeling. We know you, you're Swiss so you could get a gimmick like Swiss Banker yep. and they start just naming him different WWE gimmicks that they could give Claudio. Uh, well, he did the yodel gimmick. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they, they they could give him the James Bond gimmick again yep. too. Uh, so then uh, Hager sitting there with the best fit uh, of the night here with Jay Hager. His tweets with the hat thing, like it's clearly jumped the shark, but now it's jumped the shark, and now I'm thinking it's just he's not going to stop doing it, and I love it. So let it's it... the it's the most interesting he's ever been. Yeah, is this is this? But hat. this fit here was classic. Like he's shirtless with the purple bucket hat, and to match purple and white Zubaz pants, and then a fanny pack that I I know a, a, a high high. Ended fanny pack when I see one. I know what's in that fanny pack. Good, good, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he, this fit was the best. This he looks great. Yeah, oh, every he, week he just this says I knows how to sports entertain. He then says, "Don't worry, Claudio. When you join us, I got a hat for you too." And then throws <laughs> pulls out a fan the, the fun out of his fanny pack, and it's another purple hat. So yeah, uh, need to need to get us some purple 
Poison Rana. We need some Zubas as well. Yeah, Mike Murray has Zubas. He does. He, he does. wore them out once and he regretted it. <laughs> really? Like he wore them out to like a, a. I've seen him in them before. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't like it. I remember him being like, "It's all fun," and then I got to go home wearing Zubas. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like, yeah, yeah that's fair. fair enough. Yeah. It's like when you're like Halloween, but then you're going home, everyone else's. It's like when I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I'm still Darby Allen. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I've got work in 30 minutes. Who are you today? <laughs> I'm defeated. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm depressed. Like, that's every day. BD Elite's dying. <laughs> BD Elite dies tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have like a, like a... It's all right, Single man. Single mom vibe. Single mom vibe. Yeah, you made dinner tonight. It was How delicious. Was it? it was delicious. You, we were celebrating St Andrew's Day, so you made a roast. And oh like, yeah, Happy St Andrew's Day. Yeah, guys. it's amazing. So uh, where were we? Yeah. So this Claudio is going to have to join the the JAS. Uh, honestly, like hell, why not just do it? Yeah. To make things like a bit interesting. Uh, what's going on with Daniel Garcia? Why is well, he they just... also set up here, Daniel Garcia yeah, and yeah. Yuta. So that, that yeah, that match is now like another rematch happening at the pay per view for that title. But Garcia just feels like a prop now here. Like what it's, happened? It's so weird. Um, he was a main character because he. It's considering all the like backstage shit we've heard this year. His name hasn't come up on anything, and no. it almost feels like he's on punishment because he was one of the hottest things this summer. This summer, and then just. As I said last week, it feels like his whole story was to build up to Jake Hager getting a purple hat. <laughs> it's like, was that why we were doing Daniel Garcia? Just yeah. get Hager over? It's really weird. Hat? And Sammy Guevara is just playing the role of Daniel Garcia now. It's it's very odd. Yeah, um, I want more out of Garcia for sure. I do. I hope whatever they do at Final Battle can lead to that. But it seems so separate that I don't know. It's it's unfortunate that the combat club has to like maybe disperse to make things a bit more interesting. Yeah. But what where does Yuta go? Like if he, he I don't think he's going to beat Garcia for this title. I forgot this title was a thing. I forgot what the pure title was. Mm. But um, like Garcia could be he wasn't even featured in the pay per view. He could have been in a high big profile match. I thought, but kind of weird. But I mean, this match will be good. I'm definitely checking it yeah, out. Every time they fight, we were at the Buffalo one. I mean, mm -hmm. they they put on a classic. So. Uh, definitely interested in watching that match. That pay per view only has two matches announced, and it's it's in two weeks. Um, I think uh, FTR Gun Club, I think, is meant to be for that. Okay. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the Jericho Claudio. Oh, Mercedes and Athena. I think. Okay. I think that's the all right the card. I no Briscoe stuff announced. Yeah. At the moment. No Matt Taven. No, true. Yeah, he'll be all right. Adam Cole maybe coming back. Maybe, hopefully. Mm, hopefully. I don't, I don't know, yeah. We go to our next match. It's the... the, the same day as uh, NXT Deadline. So I'm not going to plug plug Final Battle too much. But it's not the same time, right? It's like during the day or something. Ah, fuck it. It's our day. Deadline day? Yeah, after today. This is the end of BD Elite. I... I don't know. I'd, I'd already on, honestly already say that I'd be more interested in these two matches than anything <laughs> going on with Shawn Michaels' uh, Playhouse of Fun. Bless him. <laughs> Iron Survivor. I'm, you know what? Iron Survivors will be good. Uh, I don't want to. I, I have a feeling the talent will step up for sure. Good, but yeah. still, uh, same day. Lots of wrestling. We go to our TNT Championship Open Challenge. And it's Samoa Joe defending against A.R. Fox, who is recently signed. 
He's all elite. AR is all elite here. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's. Did we? Sorry, did we mention the Ricky Starks promo? Was oh uh, no, we did not. Um, yeah, just saying that his plan is to. They're doing the diamond ring. They announced the dynamite diamond That's ring right. tournament uh, yeah. battle royal, and normally it's the the final two in the battle royal end up having a match and the winner gets the ring. But because the champion is also the diamond ring holder, they're doing the winner of the battle royal faces MJF. And that's not for the title, but that's for the ring. So Ricky Starks here is basically saying that he's going, he wants to win that. He's entering that battle royal because he wants to take everything from MJF. He's like basically saying, I'm going for your spot. I'm going to get your diamond ring. I'm going to get your title. I'm going to get everything you've had. Um, yeah, I, I I kind of think in a way it, you need to put some something behind Ricky Starks going yeah, it doesn't this. Feel so maybe high, you yeah. have him have him do win this ring. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But then MJF's it's his it's been his thing for so yeah, he's been. got the banners yeah. in the promos for But he's it. been gift he's been given the brass rings now. The brass knocks. The brass knocks. That's yeah. true, yeah. Fair enough. He doesn't need this ring. I think it I think it might help elevate Ricky a little bit going into this uh this title match. Yeah. No, you're right. He he got the Nux now. He doesn't need the ring. Mm. So the Nux means way more now. <laughs> yeah. Cuz he's been champion and that's that's bigger. Yeah, I'd say go for that. And then let Ricky have the r- ring for the whole year and just not use it cuz he's a baby face. Yeah. <laughs> and then sure. retire that gimmick, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Until it'll come back. It'll come back. Uh so AR Fox versus Samoa Joe. Uh, Fox is doing a lot of like quick and fast. He's very like high flying and, and doing a lot of things to annoy Joe. And then Joe's on the outside and does the classic, the, the Joe walk away thing and thinks he's smart. But AR lands on his feet, which was pretty impressive mm. from the, the ring to the outside and then hits Joe with his big boot to the face. It was a nice shot as well of like Joe walking to the like, camera like, <laughs> and Fox on his feet behind him like a, yeah. like a superhero. Like a, yeah, like a super Batman rising up, Spider-Man rising up. Uh, we go to picture in picture, but Joe regains control and starts putting the, the beat down on Fox. Fox comes back, though, when we're back with a diving tornado DDT, which was pretty sweet. But Joe kicks out of that. He then hits him with a series of kicks and super kicks and a short cutter and then a 450. But Joe kicks out as well. Eventually, AR goes up top again. But now Joe does nail the walk off spot yes. where AR just eats shit. And then Joe puts him in the corner, hits the muscle buster and retains the TNT championship. Fun match, and actually, I think on the on the upper end of Joe matches for me so far in AEW, I think uh, AR Fox is impressive. He's recently signed uh, to AEW, and yeah, I, I thought he had a good showing. I thought this was pretty fun. Yeah, I always love the Samoa Joe walk. So to tease it early on and then still hitting it later was was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, Joe cuts a promo after, and he says that. Uh, he's he's two belts basically. He's the TNT champion and he's the Ring of Honor TV champion. So he says that basically Samoa Joe is the king of television. When Wardlow shows up on the screen and says, "Hey, you're the king of TV," well, I'm the the real TNT champion. I'm going to get that title back because uh, this is Wardlow's world. Wardlow's world. Yeah. I, is that I final battle as well? Those two. D- like dual? Can we put the titles together? I think they should, or at least, I think they don't want to get rid of some of these titles for once they have the Ring show. of Honor as an actual They show. need a TV to have a TV So maybe it, it makes kind of more sense to just, instead of have everyone having a title, have yeah. some guys with two of them. 
right. rather than unify them okay. until until they've, oh, they've now got a TV show or a YouTube show or whatever. Yeah. Then you can move it to whatever guys you want to go over there. Maybe. Sure. Uh, I imagine they add that to the pay-per-view then. Yeah. To, to Final Battle. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Wardlow win? Yeah. Could do. Powerbomb Joe. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty big. We get a video vignette for Powerhouse Hobbs, and we see him walking through these streets. He says, I walk up and down these streets. I know, because I can see him mm. walking up and down the streets. There's people playing dice and f- shooting dice and playing for money and in the streets, and people are looking over at him. And Hobbs says that I've been bullied, I've been beaten, but it's only made me tougher. And then he's seen walking into a barber shop, as it uh, says, to be continued. So... Hobbs uh, getting a little like repackage showing where he's from. Yeah, I think it's. I think he's waiting for this Joe Wardlow thing to finish. Sure, you know it, it's kind of don't forget this guy, but he's he's lurking. Yeah, uh, and I, they've been doing these uh, like packages on Rampage mainly for yeah. Hobbs. Uh, yeah, so I I think it's good. It's keeping him in our minds while you're not ready to really have him wrestle yet. Because I, I assume when he's coming back, they'll do that Hobbs Wardlow match. I mean, the dude looks one-on-one. terrifying. He's yeah. massive, and when he's like wearing his Tims and he's walking in the streets, acting scary, I, I buy it. So I, I like it. Uh, we get a t- technique with Taz. Oh yeah, where he's showing Hook with the red rum. Um, I, I miss these things. They should do more of Taz techniques. Tips, Taz yeah, tips. Well, he used to have a lot of guys, didn't he? Yeah, he had a whole just, team. Now he's just got a, a boy. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, I guess he's kind of still. No, th- this was something we haven't. You're right, we haven't seen this for a long time, yeah. and I've always enjoyed these. Yeah, bring him back, bring Hook back. I didn't watch Rampage, but I, guess I haven't I seen a Hook for a while now. <laughs> we go to our next segment, and this was a, a pretty good one. We see our Lordship William Regal coming down to the ring. So commentators do a great job, not only throughout this whole segment, but here. Um, where they, they let us know, well, we, you saw Mox and Hangman fighting, and Mox, like, has been taken away. The, both of them have been escorted mm-hmm. out. They're banned from the building because they've been, just been fighting for, like, 20 minutes. So Mox is not here, and that's when Regal slid in like a snake. Yeah, and I may be wrong, but uh, I think they gave William Regal a one-night-only theme music. Yeah, it was this, weird. This was new heel music. It's like ele- it was and like I guitar. I kind of feel like we might not see Regal again. <laughs> he had like the classic Union Jack flag, and that was pretty much it. Mm. It was like William Regal. It's like all right, cool. Uh, William Regal comes in, and uh, he introduces our new AEW champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and out comes MJF with the AEW championship, and he's got a very nice tailored suit on, and instantly reminded me of. The Conor McGregor fuck you suit mm. that he famously wore. And, well, like looking at pictures kind of closer online and in certain shots, it's the same suit. But instead of saying F you, it says better than you. Nice. Uh, nice little uh, nod there. Uh, MJF doing He's slot. got that championship money now. Yeah. He can do that sort of stuff. So he's looking good here. He's looking like a champion. Um he then says William Regal is a genius when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. He mentions uh, the firm and kind of blows that feud off saying like, I didn't want anything to do with you guys basically tells them to F off. He pretty, yeah, he kind of <laughs> buries them, doesn't he? Yeah. 
He, yep. It's almost like he wanted to say, sorry, CM he Punk said, left. He said, chase, he was like, yeah, sure. Like the firm beat me up and I could go chasing them, but that requires effort. And like champions, people like me shouldn't need to put in the effort. I don't chase people. That's for the poors like yeah. you. Yeah. So he then like, those guys suck. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about that feud. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, he then says that he's above that. But it's also time to talk about uh, this championship title belt. And uh, he mentions William Regal and how, like, also William Regal was the one who approached him and says, like, he was the one Mm. who, like, came up with this, like, idea. So, again, people approach him. But then mentions the title belt and says that the AEW championship is garbage. And he takes the belt off and he drops the championship title on the floor. And then William Regal unveils the new AEW championship, the Burberry AEW World Championship. Oh, I, I thought this was Tartan because it's St. Andrew's Day today. Right. Braveheart style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, it, actually, I thought it looked very nice, actually. So he then puts it on. He calls it the, the Triple B, the big Burberry belt, because a lot of people call the AEW championship uh, Big Platinum. Right. That's what the, the guys yeah. call it. So that's him calling it Big Burberry inst- instead. Burberry uh, so he puts this on with William Regal helps him put it on. Tony, Shiv- Tony Schiavone on commentary is like, that looks awful. That looks like trash. Like he's just so upset at this guy. Uh, then MJF continues that tough, real, sorry, fake tough guys like Eddie Kingston and Ricky Starks or play wrestlers like Brian Danielson, they, he couldn't wrestle his way out of a paper bag. And everyone back there who's ever held this title before me, you just don't have what it takes. You're nowhere near the level I'm on. And I'm only using this for the bidding war of 2024. And then mentions his boy, the game trips. Yeah. <laughs> He's on short, and, uh, short name notice. Good old jolly old Nick. Saint Nick as well. Yeah. 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 Mentioning Santa Claus. And then mentions uh or sorry, well, Nick Khan. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus. He's probably mentioning him too, you know. I'm joking. Uh so he's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah, yeah. Uh so he then says that uh he's gonna make Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Jeff Jarrett's, and JBL's title reigns seem short because uh, I'll even make Bruno San Martino roll in his shitty little grave. The era of MJF starts. My reign of terror has just begun. And then uh, he starts talking about William Regal and says, I couldn't do this. And then he has the knucks, the brass knucks from William Regal, the gold shiny knucks. And he says, Regal, I got to tell you, from the bottom of my heart, you made me. And well, uh, you made the deal with the devil, so allow me to leave you and just nails him in the back of the head mm. with the brass knucks. And down goes William Regal. And yeah, the crowd turns on him here. The announcers are losing their minds. You knew it was coming as yeah. soon as like, oh, he's complimenting him. He's yeah. saying that he's a legend in this business. It's like, of course he is. So he, he, he after that, uh, says... Uh, I'll leave you with the same advice you left me and kind of re says the email that Regal once turned him down. But uh, MJF exclusively deals with high end talent. So send me some of your stuff when you, when you want a shot Yeah, (laughs) and walks off Uh, afterwards. Danielson runs out to try to check on him, but MJF already is gone. 
And then uh, when we come back from break, they replay it and then show Regal being put into the ambulance and Danielson looking worried. Stretched it off. Tony Schiavone screaming, calling MJF a piece of shit. There was a nice detail of uh, Danielson was in the ring with just one boot because yeah. it was like he was getting changed from after his match. Right. And he's watching this and sprinting to the ring. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was this was fantastic. Stuff. What a segment, yeah. Um, I I like they they basically said they explained the the turn, so he was what well, he was genuinely like fighting off the firm. Yeah. And then Regal emailed him being like, you look weak. You were weak <laughs> for doing that. And he said, trade in the diamond ring for the brass ring. Right. So like, and then I guess that in his head, that's lingering until he throws in the brass knucks at the pay-per-view. Um, yeah. And then I think he should put him out down. He's like, he's the new, that, and that's why I think he keeps this, yeah. these nuts. He should keep them. He's the he's new true becoming villain. becoming yeah. the new villain. Yeah, for putting sure. Putting down the old villain. I, Man, I loved it. Yeah, I love this segment. I mean, it's classic. Look, wrestling, uh, since, you know, kayfabe and the world of the internet and everything like that, wrestling has such a hard time of keeping things kind of, you know, the way it kind of used to was. And this guy is going to piss people off. There's already people in our Twitch chat being like, he insulted, he insulted Bruno Sammartino. How can you do that? You know people are going to go off on this this yeah. week. People will say, he's so, what an asshole, him doing that and saying that. Yeah, it's fucking wrestling. He's the man. bad guy. He's That's the it. ultimate he bad guy. He is the bad guy in wrestling. What I loved as well is last week's segment with Danielson and Mox. They built up, you know, Danielson being like, do not hurt him. Right. Being like, I know you're mad, but he's got all these health conditions. Right. Like, do not hurt him. So they set this moment up tonight perfectly last week. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've heard, we've heard the podcast with Jericho going through all his ailments and stuff. But I think just having that in story last week, like making you as the viewer be like, he's weak, he's not, he can't take anything. It made it, what MJF did tonight even more evil. Yeah, it was, Loved it. it was evil. It was awesome. Another classic promo from MJF, not only looking like a true champion, the guy is money, mentioning how... He might go to WWE. He might go to Hollywood. You know, it doesn't like 2024 is going to be a wild year essentially for him. So do you think fast forward a, a few weeks from now, we're going to see William Regal emerging a from man. a local medical facility, <laughs> yeah. picking up Roderick Strong on his way and going back to the CWC? I mean, the last time we saw someone in AEW get put in the back of an ambulance, we never saw him fucking again. He vanished. Yeah. Shaq. It's true. So that could happen to William Regal. And he shows up with his kid and starts the new Blackpool Combat Club in NXT with Charlie Dempsey. Yes. (laughs) Book it. Yeah, Yeah. maybe Regal's going back. He's like, you know what? I This felt like a write-off for me. Absolutely. Absolutely it did. I love this segment, man. It, it ha- This is what I love about wrestling. I, now I need to see him versus Danielson down the yes. line. You know he's going to want to get revenge on this kid. Uh, really love this stuff. And good like kind of passing of the knucks, yeah. if you will. Uh, we get and not not only they always re, they don't always replay in AW mm. and even them doing they, it. Then. They put it over as a yeah. really serious angle with with Regal. Like he didn't move yeah. when he got hit. He, like, he looked hurt. Stayed complete motionless for the whole time we go to our next match and it's ricky starks going one-on-one against ari davari and um the firm come out stokely and page Mm -hmm. and they're mad that starks won and ethan page says don't worry i'm gonna win the battle royal next week and then i'm gonna wait to to beat up you or mjf 
I don't know. Matt so Hardy he came was out. Saying he's, yeah. So Paige <laughs> said he's going to win the diamond ring and then wait for, uh, oh no, no, he'll win the battle Royal, but wait for Ricky to fight MJF and then fight MJF when he's weakened or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It was kind of bad heel logic. I was, it was too contrived. It felt like Shawn Michaels explaining the ultimate survivor. They were making it sound. So when is, which match is coming first? This, the diamond, the battle Royals next week. Yeah. Right. But the winner doesn't face MJF immediately next week. Oh, I thought they do. Well, that's what I thought. But then this promo made it seem like (sighs) he was going to win the Battle Royal and then face MJF after the Ricky Starks match. Okay. I I was like, I'm a little confused. Okay. I I was too. So I just didn't want, like, when I was watching, I was like, well, wait a second. What's going on with this diamond ring? Kind of weird. We we didn't need to do this. Just pretend we didn't have the ring anymore. (laughs) I think they're kind of... I think what they're trying to do is maybe tease it so this diamond ring is almost like a a chip to cash in as well. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Because yeah. if you beat him for the ring, you'll then, like, essentially, so their eliminator rules, you'll... The winner of the Battle Royal has to gets to face MJF. Yeah. All right. Is it a reverse Battle Royal? N- I don't think so. <laughs> Someone in the chat, Hackman in the chat's like, hey, do you want me to read the rules for the Impact reverse <laughs> Battle Royal? Have you ever watched that match? Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. We go to this match, and, well, Starks is pissed off by this, and Davari attacks him, but Starks just beats him up, sees it coming, hits him with the spear, the Rochambeau wins instantly, and then stares and laughs at Ethan Page and Stokely, oh, who are like... Fantastic match. They were like, oh, you got... What? So Matt Hardy's in the firm? Yeah, so Matt Hardy lost that... Didn't we? We were there! We were there! What do you mean we were there? We, it was in Toronto. Ethan Page beat Matt Hardy, and then... Didn't he beat Matt... Fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw that match at Rampage or Dynamite. I watched Matt Hardy versus Ethan Page. I think so. Wow. And Ethan Page won, which meant he had to, like, give his services to the firm. His services. So he was like... What are Matt Hardy's services? I don't know. I don't... I don't watch Dark. I but... hope I hope he's not paying much. <laughs> <laughs> I like Private Party and Ethan Page together. I think that's a great unit. Right. With Stokely, the the four of the, like the, the three of them with are them they up. with him? I... Did he acquire all their services? <laughs> I don't know. You got to watch Rampage, isn't it? You got to watch Rampage. You got to watch Dark Elevation. Yeah. But if you don't listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena, and he'll fill you in in fifteen minutes or less. Yeah. And all the wrestling uh, you may or may not watch. Hey, maybe we're and just... Then shout at you when you still don't understand the Trustbusters. <laughs> what are the Trustbusters? I don't know. It's Rampage. <laughs> it's Rampage, baby. It's Rampage, baby. <laughs> well, the Trustbusters got busted here. Sorry, Davari. So, uh, yeah, the Diamond Battle Royal thing next week. Sick. We have Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter backstage. Uh, it was announced that uh, there's going to be a sit-down with Soraya and Renee. And Britt and Jamie are like, oh, why don't... Why doesn't Jamie get a sit down? She's the champion. Mm. So next week they announced Tony's doing a sit down interview. They basically they're like, "Oi, Tony, you're going to do a sit you're down doing with Jamie, this. aren't you?" So next week uh, that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, did you uh, did you happen to do your Spotify Wrapped this year? Uh, yeah, it was it was yeah. Mine was just Jamie Hater's theme. <laughs> Mine was rock scores wrestling Broadway and happy pop or something like that. What was the happy pop? I don't know, man. Top five genres? It's I think I think Battle Cry might have been the top played song. Kenny Omega's yeah. Battle Cry, yeah. It's a it's it was it was mine. Too, ja- Jamie Jamie Hader, it's like you know when we do our matches of the year, yeah, and then like December twentieth, 
another match comes right at the last minute and you're like, fuck, I've already made my short list and stuff. Carrie on my wayward son was getting those bump ups recently. Yeah. So like could come ja- back. Jamie's theme. It's like, Jamie's it's, theme. it's a late, although it's been there. Yeah. It's like only recently I've really connected with it. Since she's connected with us, seeing exactly. us dance via Instagram stories. Mm. So yes, we're one with Jamie Hader. We support this sit down interview with Tony next week. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, shout out everyone sending us their Spotify raps with our podcast in it. I that's like man, thank you everybody. Thank you. That's that's awesome. Send keep sending them. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. Keep sending it. We'll definitely um, share them. I told I told a friend because she sent me her thing and I, yeah. I said it's like wait, you, wait 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 no, friend. No, this is a genuine friend. <laughs> okay okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then I was like, oh, it's pretty funny. Um, people are like sending that we're on it, and she was like. Hmm. Now, now I think it might not have been as sincere, but she was like, uh, oh, you should put that in your dating profile. I mean, That's people's Spotify, Spotify raps. raps. Yeah, you should put, how do you, how would you word that in your Tinder bio? I'll put, I'm in people's Spotify wrapped. People wouldn't understand what that kind of means. Yeah, well, that's how you start a conversation. Wow. Sometimes you don't quite understand and you ask a question and you learn. Yeah. I don't know. It's the last show. It man. sounds like, it sounds like you would have to describe the iron survivor and this fucking <laughs> battle royal to your tinder uh yeah should i <laughs> change your tinder profile picture to sean michaels at that boardroom <laughs> on nxt this week uh so we go to our next match willow nightingale versus anna j a s uh willow comes up fired up the crowd like jamie haters theme we like to dance to i want to dance to willows she wasn't on full gear when we were there live but i would definitely be out there dancing to willow's theme this is good this is great uh willow comes in uh just laying bombs out with hitting anna jay throwing her around there's a back suplex and a crossbody combo uh, anna comes back with a leg lariat in the corner and then a blockbuster when we come back from break there's a spine buster from willow and then um anna comes back with a anna glory kicked out on one and it was hulking up. From, ah. the, from the spine buster. Like, they were like, that's not. done, guys. It's over. And kick out on one. The you, Queen Slayer. So she Anna gets Jay. up. Yeah, she hits a gory bomb. And also Willow kicks out of that. I thought that was it for yeah. sure. Uh, this is pretty sweet. There's then a huge lariat from Willow. And then the doctor bomb. A huge sit-out power bomb. Gut wrench one. And Willow gets the upset win over Anna J, which mm. uh, I thought this match had some good stuff. I really love. I, I Willow. thought it was one of the better Anna J matches, actually. I yeah, thought, I thought uh, she looked pretty good. But yeah, Willow Nightingale, uh, absolutely go with her. She's she's connecting with people, and I think you can you can build that story with Jade again down the line because I think she's like zero and two against her okay so now she's like becoming she's signed with them she's starting to get over as he said even like her song it's pretty catchy um yeah i i, I love i her start matches. building her up against these your you know your anna jays your bunnies your ty contes yeah which they kind of set up here as well didn't they which i kind of want i kind of want now that you know she's she's here she's all elite willow I kind of want a bit story a, a bit about her. Like, you know, we are mentioning like vignettes kind of mm. like how you just showcase a little something about her. Maybe and yeah. I think you could get the a character over a bit more because she's definitely very likable. She needs, she needs a sweater vest. I think absolutely not. I think she needs a, a story about a sweater vest. Does not to need really no. connect. I don't think so. I would disagree. Okay. <laughs> Leave that for the other show on Tuesday nights. We go to, uh, well, after the match, it's uh, 
well, I didn't mention that Tay, who was ringside, Tainara, tried to get involved, but Willow still was able to feed her off and get her away. But when she's in the ring, Ruby Soho's music hits. Oh. We all get to sing it again. But Ruby's now in the ring behind Mello and then attacks her and uh, beats her up and then eventually hits Destination Unknown on the outside as Taz sings Ruby, Ruby Soho. And she's kind of a hometown girl there, so they were nice. welcome home chants and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, we'll see. Like I, It's obviously the, the injury happening, that mixed tag match. What was that? That was that one of oh, the pay-per-views, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the pre-shows, whatever, all out. Yeah, I think, um, but they were. I think they were being pretty cold with her for quite a while before then as well. So let's hope this is a time to like kind of reinvent her a little bit and maybe be a bit more prominent. So I, I think so. I think they're they're slowly making some good changes to the women's division here. And like this match on TV was not a title match. It was just Willow and Anna. I thought it was pretty good. And now having like different storylines and stuff with the women, not just kind of one match kind of thing, even though I, you know, won tonight, but still like, I feel like it's a better direction. I like Ruby and I think there's a Jamie versus Ruby would be pretty good too. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Tony Schiavone and Orange Cassidy and QT Marshall and QT wants a title shot for the all Atlantic title and Orange before he even finishes just says, yeah, sure. And then says, yeah, well, I want a special match. I want a special lumberjack match. And he's like, yeah, cool. All right, cool. See you there. And then just walks off. And QT's like, "Uh, what? You know, I think, um, what's the next pay-per-view? Revolution? Yeah. I think Revolution will be the two-year anniversary of a certain match. And I think you keep on building up Orange uh, with these challenges where he's just, yeah, whatever, cool, lumberjack match, let's go. Until it's a exploding barbed wire death match. Oh my god! And someone just like pitches that, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, sure." And then he's like, "Oh wait, what?" And they just work a completely different it's Eddie. style. It's match. Kingston. It's Kingston. You do it. You can do it comedy. You can do it seriously. Whatever. I think it oh would be. God. You need what some sort of payoff. I, I love this, and I think it's actually making this third title that could be uninteresting. It's, it's making it fun. You're doing the open challenge every week, and Orange is someone who can have interesting matches with anyone, yeah. like any combination. You put an absolute killer in there with him and you're like, QT. oh, or you can have a QT Marshall. Yeah. Oh, he is the killer. Exactly. One and the same. Um, but no, I think it's fun. But I, I'd like to see there uh, if they continue with this and it could be fun with some sort of big payoff. Yeah. I like that idea a lot that he's he's tricked into what, I think that's what QT was trying to what's do. What's with as well these, of all the matches people can pick, Soraya, she comes in to AEW. Like, her first act was, I gotta book a lumberjack match. <laughs> oh, yeah. And QT now, he's, it's like, can't blanch with Orange Cassidy. It's like, whatever you want. And he's like, I want a lumberjack match. I think, cause, I think he is trying to pull a fast one on Orange because he's gonna load it up with the factory. For sure. It's like all gonna be his boys. So, For sure. Yeah. So he is trying to trick him. But, but Orange Eddie has should, a lot of friends as well. Eddie, yeah, best friends. Uh, exactly. Eddie should definitely trick Orange into an exploding... <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, hey, Orange, I want a match, partner. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah? For the All-Atlantic Championship. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> At the pay-per-view. Yeah, fine. And it's an exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah, sure. Wait, what? <laughs> I've got the finish of the match already. You're doing the, the tease, it, it counting down. Yeah. But it's the best friends run in and they do the group hug. <laughs> and it all explodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Revolution, book it. Book it, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We need another Exploding Barbar deathmatch, and it needs to be Orange Cassidy. We'll bring this show back if they if they book this. <laughs> We're reviewing it in We're full. It. In full. Uh, yeah, can't wait. Book it. We go to Jade Cargill and the baddies, the TBS champ Jade, coming down here in quite an outfit. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, outfit of the year, it's I think. Like dollar bills. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. So she's got this green fur coat, and she's wearing a bikini made out of money. Crazy. Reminded me of like like Sable and I don't know what other weird bikinis we've seen in wrestling before. Bubble wrap. We've seen. She looked like a pop star. Like a. She looked like a absolute star, mega star star here. She said it's it's the Jade Cargill. Big ass celebration as well. <laughs> That's what they're celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was a celebration. It's a celebration here tonight. Uh, so she got her title back. She's got new baddies. She said she got rid of one baddie, but she's mad. Took out the trash. Yeah. So she's referring to Kira Hogan, yeah. but then she's mad. She says, and then them bitches still hanging around her. So there was pictures of them online this week, mm. like at a, a Starcast or whatever, and hanging out. They were hanging out. So Jade's calling that out. Like you can't be doing that. You're hanging out with ex baddies. Poor Kira Hogan. Like. Mm. Yo, let her let her make let her make the the bag there. Like she was a part of this act for quite yeah. a while. Oh, she was like they booked the baddies at this star cast. Yeah, so they're like they had pictures still posing. <laughs> there was pictures with Sasha Banks as well, actually. Right. And Jade's calling them out, being like, "Yo, what the fuck? We got rid of her. Why? Are you, why yeah. are you still standing with her? Like, don't stand with her." So it's pretty funny that they're kind of bringing that to attention. Uh, she then mentions that. Uh, if you were to look at anyone in the AEW roster, any normal consumer would pick out me and say that right there is the star. I don't think she's wrong. I do not disagree with her at all, especially in this crazy fur jacket, money bikini yeah. outfit here. Very like Riddler-esque or something. She mm-hmm. always kind of goes with the green. I, I love it because it's the color of money. Uh, she then says, uh, hey, shout out cameraman, look at my baddie section. And then there is a group of baddies uh, in the front row there. And then uh, she talks about Lil Bow Wow and says that Lil Bow Wow is a joke. But then he pops up on the screen and says, hey, Jade, uh, I just got finished my tour. And it sounds like you got a problem with me, but uh, we're going to we're gonna have to do something about this. So this Bow Wow – and she acts like he, he's ruined her, uh, mm. her, her celebration and she's, she's pretty pissed off here. But <laughs> yeah, I mean you need to book them fight, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that's where you go, all right, what is the match, though? I would think... Kira. I, I, yeah, I think it's... Because um, she kind of said to the, uh, what, Layla Gray and Red Velvet, like, get in line or you can step. So they're teasing something maybe there. I think, yeah, Kira represents Bow Wow in a match. The baddies turn on Jade, join Kira, and they... That's the first... It's not for the title, but that's the first, like... Pinfall right. for Jade. Maybe. Damn. Okay. The baddies have turned. Bow Wow gets the first pin on. Yeah. <laughs> or they turn and she murders them all. Yeah, I think that would be more so the thing. I th- I just don't want to lose the baddies. It's such a good I think what's a shame. Act. Yeah. Yeah. It's. But you can see you got to let oh, them you go know what? at one point. It's, no, I got it. Jade is one. Jade is a star. She's one step ahead mm. of Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. She's made Kira get fired on screen to then seem like she is siding with Bow Wow. 
but she's actually tricking and co- coercing with Jade still being part of the baddies. Okay. Do it like that. Mm. So even mentioning it here, like, why are you still hanging out with this this lady? It's like, But what? what's the match? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Bow Wow versus Jade. That's the fucking match. Bow Wow versus Jade. And then Jade puts, her, puts him in the Bow hospital. Bow Wow versus Shaq. <laughs> Bow Wow's going to end up in the... Shaq's uh, Jade's man, right? Right. Yeah, true. It could be the return of Shaq. Yeah. To save her from Bow Wow, but... Regal in that... In that ambulance, flash of light happens, opens. Shaq's no longer back. regal, it's Shaq. <laughs> Shaq's be, back. Shaq's back with Jade. Yeah, what's the match? What's the like the destination here for Jade and the baddies and Bow Wow and stuff? But either way, she I agree with what she says in her promos because she looks like an absolute yeah. star. She's huge, like jacked. She's just the whole package. Uh, I, I like her, her promos. And I can see this getting some traction. I'm not saying Bow Wow is the biggest star in the world but uh it still gets traction and like sorry but if this clip gets put around on all these other like hip-hop feeds and stuff that i follow they are l- lately with you know rick ross and all this other stuff they're posting AEW clips like mm. non-stop and if someone sees jade with this outfit they're gonna be like whoa what's this i yeah. gotta check this out like instantly i i would think absolutely. so absolutely absolutely like you understand why they've rushed her to tv sure and yeah. And I think a lot of, like, I, I include myself, are quite forgiving with some of the matches because you go, I get it, though. Look at you. You're yeah. a star. It's, um, and I, I think she does, yeah, the her segments are great. Just we want to see the wrestling. For sure. We get a video with the acclaimed, the tag team champions with Daddy Ass. Uh, Daddy Ass is lining them up like the military. Daddy Drill Sergeant. Daddy Drill Sergeant here. Um, and he says it's... It's the acclaimed, and everyone loves the acclaimed. And they say, "Yes, Daddy Ass." And they, he says that, "How come you don't have a match tonight?" And he, they say, "Well, Daddy Ass, this Friday we're opening an open challenge to any of the best tag teams in AEW to face us." And Daddy Ass says, "Well, you're the best tag team." And they say, "Yes, Daddy Ass, we mean the second best tag team." So uh, scissor me, and then they scissor Daddy Ass. Yes. So who's who's the what's the match? I don't know. They said the best. They want the best teams. So because I thought, didn't they show the graphic for Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal against the acclaimed? Is that what they announced? That they showed the graphic before that. Okay, yeah. And then they showed this, but I'm like, oh. how are they the second best tag team? Because they they lost. <laughs> they lost the one match they had. Uh, you could be no. Uh, Private Party is facing Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Sorry. That, oh, because that, okay. that makes sense. As also. Why are they... Okay. So wait, why are they fighting? Private... Was that set up last week? What, like, why is that happening? <laughs> Private is that party to do is... with Matt Hardy that... being with the firm? Is that real? That can't be real. It is now. I remember it because it has Matt Hardy in the graphic. But didn't... But last week it was... It was Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal calling out uh, the acclaimed, wasn't it? Because they did the slap nuts thing. Yeah. In the rap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. So why is private party facing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But wow, okay. I didn't even think so of that. Are they f- like that? Leads me to believe they're just facing FTR on Rampage. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Don't know, man. I don't know. I I don't watch Rampage, so <laughs> it all means nothing. Well, forget about this. By <laughs> yeah, <next> exactly. <laughs> We go to uh, our main event of the evening, 
Uh, the game three in the uh, best of best seven, of seven series. The World trios, series. yeah, the trios titles. The elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Pac and the Lucha Brothers. The Death Triangle in the game three. I like the fact that they've treated this like it's a sports series, mm. and they definitely do in this match down, down to the the last ticker, if you will. Um, I I think that they probably anyone would be put in a tough position if you have to have the same match like week after week, but these three managed to make every each one kind of seem a lot different. Yeah, it's I think that's what like the kind of uh, the actual results aside. I'm really interested to see how these guys do seven televised matches back to back to back to back and make them distinct. You think we've probably seen seven back to back matches on Raw yearly, the way it's been booked, but it just feels so seeing the same thing. I think this is a challenge that they're setting themselves to really be creative in making seven very distinct matches. And I think you saw with the first one being, you know, the... uh, the Elite's homecoming, the big return, uh, Death Triangle using the hammer, um, clear kind of babyface heel in that match. The second one being in enemy territory in Chicago, and it's the Elite playing up to that. It felt very different. And with this one, you've got right as the Death Triangle coming down, the Elite just charging there, like hot off the gate, feeling it was a more pissed off, angry match now between these two teams. It's like they've been cheated two times now and their backs against the ropes. And I thought that's, yeah, what this chapter was in this story. So be interested the next four. But it's also like someone had to, multiple people had to come up with this idea, the, the format that they kind of created that mm. like vibe. Like you said, it felt like, like. I feel like at the end of all seven, you could give like each match a title. Do you know what I mean? Sure, to differentiate. Right, yeah. And that's, that's to show if they've, if they can do that, they've succeeded. They've already uh, got my attention. I could definitely watch these these six guys wrestle every single week. Uh, and they they start off hot out the gate. Like you said, the elite charge death triangle uh, during their entrance. And then they're brawling all around the ringside, the ramp. Uh, there's a flying Ranas and V-triggers. And then there's like moonsaults to the outside. Packed as a moonsault. Matt Jackson does a crossbody. Everyone's doing dives. Eventually, they tease... Kenny's going to do his super down the ramp V trigger, mm. but Pac counters it into a super kick. And then the Lucha brothers hit double cutters on the young bucks as they go into picture in picture. And then we come back. The, the, the match is technically starting, I guess. Uh, and it was, there was a moment on the outside before it got going where, um, where the bucks seemed to want to do like a triple power bomb, like all three of them apron bomb. Yeah. And, Kenny rolled one of the the death triangle into the ring and then the bell rang and the bucks were kind of like, what? Come on. We were going to do that thing. (laughs) And then Kenny rolls him to the outside. The bucks hit the power bomb and then Kenny still doesn't do it and then does it. And then it gets countered, I think. Yeah, it it was just, I was like, oh, is that a little like descent, like very subtle? You know what these guys are like, right? Because it, it wasn't called upon, but I was like, that was weird. It looked like, they were like, come on, let's do our triple team move. And Kenny was like, nah. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. Maybe they were like, hey, we're trying to do the Steen move. Shout out Kevin Owens. Mm. He's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I wonder if this could be a little like Easter egg down the line. Okay. A little seed. I didn't, I, I know the spot you were talking about. It was on Penta with Kenny was with mm. Penta. Yeah. 
Uh, but then the match technically does start. But there was just craziness here with crazy dives in the crowd. Uh, Rick Knox gets taken out early oh, on here. He, like, credit to the man. Like, yeah. We give him a lot of shit, but he ate that super kick. Uh, when the ref's down, Penta has the hammer and he's going to nail Kenny in the head with it. But Ray Phoenix stops him and says, we don't need it. But as they're arguing, Kenny runs at Penta, but Penta moves. So Phoenix eats the huge V-trigger. Uh, then there's just craziness here with the death triangle with this crazy comeback. This was like a video game of just spot after spot after oh, spot. Yeah. Sequences of super kicks and flips and moonsaults. The triangle moonsault from all three of them. This was nuts. Eventually, there's the fear factor, but Kenny kicks out at two. Uh, there's then Pac and Kenny who are fighting back and forth on the top. And Pac eventually headbutts Kenny with the face mask and then hits an avalanche falcon arrow with just crushing him. But Pac, Pac before that just is eating these four. It's like Ishii. He's yeah. just eating these forearms and completely Palm strikes. absorbing them and no selling them. It was great. Uh, the avalanche Falcon Arrow was insane. Kenny kicks out as they go to another picture in picture. When we come back, there's more bang for your buck, but it's a kick out as well. This was a great spot. It was like uh, the, um, the, what was it? Phoenix, I think, countered the Meltzer driver, and then they countered that it's into the more bang for your buck. How they come up with different variations of different moves and connecting they play, like moves They've and got counters. such a repertoire now. It's like they'll, they'll pull out one of their greatest hits. Like more bang for the, your buck was yeah. one of their old ones that they don't do every match. Sure. Yeah, just crazy. Uh, they keep going back and forth. There's then a crazy super kick par- party. Back and forth. There's crazy dives by Lucha Bros. Kenny is is uh, sorry. I think it's Matt Jackson is alone with uh, Pack, who climbs up and goes for the red arrow. But Kenny is trying to get in there to stop him from doing it. But they're holding him back as commentary. They're holding Kenny. He can't stop it. The red arrow is about to connect in midair, but the knees are up, and boy, were the knees up. Mm. Pack eats this. The dude's already wearing a face mask. And yet, here his face getting but smashed. But that's like the precision of these guys. You're so used to the knees being to the gut. But yeah. this is very deliberate. I'm going to do face. this and land face first. Pack sells it like he is knocked out. And there's a pin type roll up. And one, two, three. The elite put numbers on the board as they finally uh, get some, some retribution. As it's 2-1 in the best of seven series. And I love it. It was Kenny being held back from breaking up the... Yeah. the Black Arrow to then Kenny shifting and holding him back because he's like, oh no, my <laughs> yeah, boy's got yeah, it. I've yeah. got to hold these back. And commentary are like, whoa, like look, in the last second, in the last you know time of this this match, in the last possible second, he went from from trying to get there to stopping them from yeah. getting there. Again, very sports like, right? Yeah. Like in the last second with the ticker and you know, will this go in or whatever? It was very much like that. This one was nuts, man. These again every week, uh, just fantastic. yeah, this is great. I I could do with them. I, I'm kind of, I don't want to see this hammer thing with Phoenix being conflicted about it right. play out every single match. Because he's a good guy. Yeah, but I, I don't, it, are you going to do, it almost feels like you're touring that spot. You know, Penta with the hammer. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh no, you're not. It's, right. I kind of, I kind of feel Phoenix should just bite the bullet and do the hammer. Hammer time. Do the he, hammer dance. he won it with that in the first match. I guess yeah, it was true. desperation, but still. Yeah. Um, but Still. yeah, other than that, I, I again what we said before really stood out against the other two matches, um, and yeah, finally the butts on the board. Sorry, the the elite on the board. Yeah, uh, I thought this was excellent main event. 
Uh, Kenny grabs the mic afterwards and they're like, you have 20 seconds. And he's like, all right, well, you thought there was going to be a sweep. Well, it's going to be a reverse sweep because I'm the cleaner if I have something to say about it. So good night, goodbye, good night, goodbye. He said, I've never closed the show before, so I'm going to do this for the first time and does his bid you adieu. Good did he say that or did he goodbye. say I haven't done it in a while? So I'll... He said, no, I think he said I haven't closed AEW before. He's oh. never done this on AEW. Okay, It's like when you're on SNL and you could do the intro. Yeah. Live from but he was closing it out. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked. You could see him as well because he knew they were short on time. He's like, "Give me the mic. I want the mic." Yeah, I'll do it. To, I'll talk, let me talk. Yeah, uh, fantastic main event. I can't wait to see the next one. The the match four, game four is winter is coming. Yes. So I mean, if so, next week is off. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then let it breathe. Mm. That's good. It, let it breathe, and then so game four, winter is coming. That'll be a stacked show. If we're thinking it's Mox, Hangman, that triple tag, MJF, Ricky Starks. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Big. Jamie probably in a match as well. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Looking good. But yeah, this was an, a pretty awesome episode. I really like this episode. The The main event, obviously, the Dax Harwood, uh, Brian Danielson match was great. I loved the Regal Mox segment. Um, yeah, good good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I really... I, I really loved the the wrestling on this show, but the MJF Regal promo was just a, a thing of beauty. But yeah, AEW is bouncing back, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like they're doing a good job on, on on a lot of fronts of creating some really entertaining stuff to watch. So thumbs up for me. Uh, that was BD Elite. Uh, we're we're done talking about AEW review shows, but we'll still be talking about AEW, but just not in every little detailed aspect as we kind of dissect as per usual but we will still be talking about it every week tune in tune in on sundays for poison rana yeah uh we're going to be launching poison rana the the show i think our first one's going to be after we're going to do deadline up next covering nxt but i think the sunday the 11th we'll record we'll go live of course but uh if you missed that we'll have it up sunday for your monday mornings there to check out our thoughts on the week that was of pro wrestling and Everything in between. But, uh, yeah, we're excited for you guys to hear it. So post a frog up. Mm-hmm. Um, frog emojis up, everyone. Poisonrana.ca for all your all your links, all your information. Yeah, go help us get that. Again, Instagram, zero followers. Go follow. Tell your friends to follow. Tell your mom to follow. Tell your mom's friends to follow. Yeah, and as, as Frank says, rip up Nextra. That's right. The show started off on the Patreon, right at the beginning of our Patreon. We right. launched... The same time as AEW and NXT moving to the USA Network. That's right. And we started this show. We thought we'll talk about AEW and other stuff in a show called Up Nextra. And we were going to kind of talk about just everything going on. It became after like week one, oh, this is our AEW show. We were doing it consistently. And then we thought, oh, maybe we shouldn't have people pay for this. Maybe we should try and yeah, like find other people. So that's when we became BD Elite. That's right. And now we're we're moving on from that as well. So as we do here, we pour one out. Pour one out for BD Elite. We'll always be BD Elite. We'll always be the BDE. But yeah, follow us for all the fun stuff. Uh, more more Poison Rana, the show is going to be more so just uh, discussing the different stuff. Of course, we'll dissect and talk about some of the matches of the week that we really liked and stuff like that. But more like a well-rounded conversation of everything mm. that goes on. So we're looking forward to uh, to doing that. And some changes and stuff like that. So we're not going away anywhere. In fact, we're making some changes for the better. For us, for you, for everyone. Everyone. Yeah. For humanity. That's right. That's right. 
Thank you, everyone. At uh, what? Did, I don't want to say it. I'm going to fuck up. Just poisonmana.ca for now. Yeah, yeah, just go to that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. We love you very, very much, and we can't do this without our listeners. So we appreciate you guys listening to us. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And ribbit, ribbit. Ahoy! Yeah.